You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Guild Fellows. When we last left off, Arthur blew up the entire ship. <laughs> Good going. Um, it was, Terrible idea. In, in fairness, <laughs> at the rate that you guys were going, there's a good chance at least one of you would have just bit the dust or the ocean. Um, so yeah, we can. See, I blew up our <laughs> ship to save us. You guys don't understand. It was totally okay, but now look where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> which which is fair uh, where you guys are now is <laughs> exhausted and soaking wet on the deck of a pirate ship all of you guys are kind of beaten up but not too bad uh all of your minor wounds are gone by the rules of the game arthur has at least one dramatic wound from getting blown up <laughs> it would have been up to three dramatic wounds but uh Sinead steered the ship right out of there you're welcome. Um, now that you guys... Are <laughs> so it's uh, the captain of the ship, uh, the guy with the biggest hat, which I just assume in my head canon is the captain. <laughs> I don't think I designated that last session. Um, is eyeballing the four of you and kind of like squints at the fact that one of you is on fire. Like there's some smoldering going on <laughs> on Arthur. Does Arthur just, like, look super singed? I mean, we yeah, fell in the water, so he's just, like, burnt in his clothing. God, my my whole fit is wrecked again. How did I do this? Why did I do this? If I knew my fit was going to get destroyed, maybe I would have reconsidered. But. So, I, I'm glad that we have our priorities here. Uh, yeah, you're, you're like, pretty close to Two-Face from the Dark Knight. Oh, fuck. Just, is that what my giant wound is? Just half of my face is blown off? Yeah, but, but... I don't um, know, flip a coin. <laughs> god oh that'd be fun mechanically all raises rob has to get by flipping a coin oh boy i mean that would <laughs> roll a d2 <laughs> be broken though um so uh the last thing the pirate captain said was recognizing giuseppe vivaldi uh, oh he actually rolled a d2 <laughs> i did yeah guys. <laughs> oh i see yeah. um all right, I'll make that useful. Okay, we're still doing it. <laughs> are, are we done? Well, yeah, we got a two and a one, so I feel <laughs> we've like covered we've all the exhausted that. <laughs> uh, crit fail, crit success. <laughs> what more can you want? Uh, that would be a fun TTRPG. Only crit fails or successes. Oh man, that's just my life. <laughs> T. Ow. Um. Uh, the captain recognized Giuseppe as being the son of Antonio Vivaldi and also Enrico Marcello, the two richest men in, v in Vodacci and therefore probably the world as well. Merchant princes from the south of 
not Italy. <laughs> and that's where we currently that's where we currently are. Um, does anybody want to do anything before we start and before anyone says anything? They all recognize the fact that they have the highest profile uh, ransom <laughs> person in the world and three people, one of which seems to be at least a quarter to hell at this point. And your ship is gone, <laughs> if you guys forgot. Are we like bound or anything or are we just standing there? Uh, not you're not bound yet, but there's some people moving towards you, like from like the dozen or so uh pirates who look like they're going to tie you guys up just in case you were trouble. Um, I have a question. Uh, I have an answer. You said your head cannon was the captain had the guy in the biggest hat. Is that just cannon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the real cannon too. It's the real cannon. There's the, yeah, there's there's a bunch <laughs> of cannons on the ship. And your your head. head cannon is the cannon. <laughs> Right, like you, you, we're all wor- living in a world of your imagination. Exactly, what you say so. can define expectation. Um, so <laughs> the man who has the biggest hat and is the captain, I would like to activate my virtue because I meet a character for the first time. All right, so the uh, the <laughs> the man with the biggest hat. <laughs> Is open and ready for this one, I guess. Um, I will say, hello, I presume you are the captain. He looks a bit flattered. He, like, blushes a bit. Uh, Very <clears throat> sensitive pirate captain. Hugh <laughs> just well, has a way of making people open up. He, he doesn't normally blush, by the way. Just so everyone, this is not in his characterization. This is, this is port magic from... Not France, just so we're all clear. <laughs> um, he says, uh, "Why? Well, yes, I am the captain. Thank you. I. It must have been my big hat on my head. Yes, it is a very impressive hat. <laughs> oh, thank you. He like models it. He like, <laughs> strokes it a bit. He he takes it off and puts it back on. Yar, you really think so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, please tell me you say that." <laughs> Arthur switches to a pirate accent halfway through the Arthur's campaign. Arthur's like delirious after like having half his face like singed. He's just kind of like mumbling constantly in the background. I won't do that the entire time, but that sure we can make that canon. He's making fun of him like half awake. Uh, he's like, so what? Uh, what's wrong with your friend over there? Um, our misguided friend blew up our ship as we were. Heading toward the whirlpool, which you so graciously rescued us from. Um, And we truly appreciate that. Uh, We just wanted to know what were your plans now. Well, to be honest, uh, I think we can hold this guy as a hostage. And he gestures towards Giuseppe. I mean, you two, as long as you don't cause any trouble. I was going to tie you up or whatever. But frankly, I mean, you don't look like too much trouble. And we can pitch your friend overboard if you want, since he blew up your ship. Oh, Sinead sneaks a glance over at Q, like, come on, let's do it. <laughs> Q, like, looks back, like, giving that, like, raised eyebrow thing, like, no, we're not, no. <laughs> like, I, um, I don't think any of that is necessary. We will not, uh, cause any trouble for you or your men or women, people, um. And I do think our friend has perhaps learned his lesson. I look over at Arthur. I, I didn't know the ocean had so many teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my favorite things about her. <laughs> um, likewise, uh, Captain, what was your name again? He takes his hat off and bows really, really low and uh, just says, you can call me Silvio. Captain Silvio, I, um, are you from Vodachi? He goes, um, well, yes, Captain Silvio and his Vodachian crew, the scourge of the sea. I almost said earth. My bad. <laughs> That's that's not canon. Just so everybody knows, that was Brennan messing up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the scourge of the sea. Uh, most of my crew's from there as well. 
I could tell the Vodachans are expert sailors and uh, you all seem incredibly capable. I'm gonna Sinead I'm, rolls her eyes. Do you get can you get a hero point for is that within your thing for like flattery or whatever? Uh, I get a hero point when I turn the tide of violence with charm and flair. Yeah, so you get a hero point there for your flattery. Hell <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also, which reminds me, uh, Rob, does Arthur get a hero point for shooting the the thing? Uh, what's his hero point? Virtue? Um, Virtue is blowing up uh, water vehicles. Question. Um, so he does, one of his quirks is that he does earn a hero point when he uses his hunter's acumen to save someone from danger. That is so. You did not save us from danger. <laughs> that would not so, apply. You just put in us my court from one law. danger into a different danger. <laughs> so, um, using the 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 out of the frying pan and into the fire clause of Seventh Sea, I'm going to say you do get a hero point, but you had to spend it to not blow your arm off. So you did gain one, but it's gone now. <laughs> Okay. Love yeah, that I, for you. Um, I used that hero you... point to give me some iframes, and I just rolled through <laughs> the hitbox of the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that happened. If you time it right, you can actually just clip through the ocean texture, and it'll <laughs> put you on the other side with no damage. Yeah, I, I, I land and see your girlfriend when I go out of the, the skybox of the ocean. <laughs> so, oh, how'd you get here? It's like, oh, like I, I found some glitch on YouTube. I Went outside the boundaries <laughs> of the of the game. Uh, so Captain Silvio says, what's wrong with your friend's hand? And you might notice he points towards, uh, he points towards Arthur. Um, it looks, he can tell that the, the singe marks are on the, the right side of Arthur or, but for some reason his, wait, hold up. Is Arthur right hand, right handed, left handed? He's right handed. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, uh, the singe marks are on the right side of Arthur, but his uh, left hand has that uh, the black spot on it, which has grown, and it looks like it's in the shape of the way he was holding the bow um, when he drew back. It looks like it's grown a bit in that particular shape, and for, it just looks a little odd when the rest of his body on that side is just fine. Um, that is kind of a long story. Um, perhaps we can discuss later after we talk about this hostage business. He says, I'm afraid that's not going to be negotiable. I mean, we're talking the ship's weight in gold right here. Now, Captain Silvio. Do you want to be a wealthy man, or do you want to be a legend? <laughs> he he says, I'll keep talking. Look, this man is highly prized. I'm sure you could get a bidding war between one prince or the other and leave with a decent amount of gold. You, of course, have no... Assurances that after you turn him over that your wishes will be honored and that they won't go back to just hunting you as pirates. However, if you help us stop this war, not only will you be known for averting one of the greatest crises of, well, probably our entire age, it will also allow you a bit more profit in the long term as the entire global destabilization of the economy can be pretty bad for the plundering and looting business if that is the sort of thing you want to do and sure you could get a little gold now and maybe retire modestly or you can hedge your bets on the future and be remembered for ages he sort of thinks he looks like he likes the sound of that uh but just to see exactly how well you did Please give me panache plus tempt. Tempt? Uh, yep. So give me a flat zero. He's like, you're just trying to save your hides or something like that. You know, I'll, I'll make it up as I go along. Uh, if you can slap me with a nice one, that's going to be uh, no negative interaction, uh, but he doesn't believe you. 
He kind of warms up to the idea at two. You hit him with three raises. Hit him with three raises. Like, just smack him with all three of them. You're going to be able to... It'll You'll convince him that, okay, maybe it's worth being a legend. You give me four, he's just totally on your side. Okay. I would like to hit him with three raises. Okay, so he... So he, he strokes his beard. He has a beard now, which is canon, because I say it I is. just imagine him as Captain and... Morbosa, so, like, that fits. <laughs> yes. uh. That's just the truth. And he says, a legend, eh? Hi. I don't suppose... Uh, hmm. Well, you might be right on that. But it appears it'll only work if I'm the one who gets to turn him in. Yes? Uh, perhaps. Uh, he goes, well, fantastic. In that case, we will, uh, we'll still back to Vodachi and, uh, hope I don't change my mind on the way there. And then he offers out his hand, uh, for Q to shake. Yeah, I'll shake his hand. Excellent. Um, while he walks over, you can now see... Uh, Sinead. We didn't quite see her earlier because she's like really small. <laughs> she's five, she, five like two. The size of a cannonball. Whopping um, five two. It's five. <laughs> Energy in every inch. And <laughs> <laughs> and he really notices the pirate garb, and he says, "Aha! We have uh, one of our own here. I see." I. What's your name? Uh, Sinead. Sinead. Now there is a sailor's name. Of course. <laughs> um, well, just to be sure that we don't have any problems. What did you say your name was, my friend? And he looks at uh, Q. Um, you can call me Q. Q it is. Q and Sinead. You may join the crew under strict supervision, of course. Uh, I guess we'll escort your flaming, smoldering friend to <laughs> to a place we might be able to patch him up. And for our favorite prince, we're going to have to lock him up in the brig to make sure he doesn't escape. You Any know, I don't think we'll be needing any uh, supervision. Okay, good. Supervision it is. <laughs> uh, when you say the join the crew, thing to say. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what does that entail? Well, you don't expect us to let you be dead weight, do you? We got a ship to sail. We got ropes and sails. We got to boom the jig or whatever <laughs> it is. Let's go. Well, you know, I am one of you. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to put that to good work. With that logic, I could be... Q supervision. No. <laughs> no, that's not happening. I, I shoot the her a look being like, please just go on with this. So we don't have to be watched by pirates for however long. <laughs> I don't know if he picks up on that. <laughs> um, he, he says, I don't... Lass, how old are you? Doesn't matter. I got the scale. That's all that's needed. She's 15. Arthur, you fucking... He goes, good God, 15 years old. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all the ash in the, in the, in the, whatever. It, I don't know. I don't know what's going with that. I don't know. You look older. Uh, if looks could kill, Arthur would be dead. I, um. So he, <laughs> he... Uh, says, you will not be supervising anybody. You two will be under the watch of Listen, I've got pirates on her, don't you? I absolutely do. And I know that pirates on her isn't worth nothing when it comes to real situations like this. For example, he takes out a pistol and he aims it right at Arthur. And he says, you have my pirates on her that I won't shoot him. Are you worried about this at all? No. I'm so happy that you're worried for my safety, <laughs> Sinead. 
Is he practicing yeah. trigger discipline or is it on the trigger? Because, <laughs> you know, that's just a safety thing, um, in my opinion. Honestly, either shoot me or get me some rum. This hurts like hell. And the captain pulls the trigger. The bullet flies just over Arthur's head. <laughs> and he, he laughs. like <laughs> And puts, uh, puts the pistol away. I knew I liked you. Well done. No supervision it is. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and then <laughs> the crew seems very entertained about this. <laughs> um, does, does that he, mean I can have the rum then since you missed? Uh, he, <laughs> he goes, don't push it, lad. Anybody that blows up a good ship doesn't deserve rum. Oh, I can't get a break. Did nobody see the giant toothy monster in the ocean that I also killed? Or are we just focusing on the ship? Ow, ow, ow. That hurts, that hurts, that hurts. Giant toothy monster? Yes, hence the need to explode the ocean. What is he talking about? Is he delirious? Do you want us to throw him overboard? We can throw him overboard. I say throw him overboard. Oh, uh, yeah, the whirlpool looked uh, sentient. He, the crowd sort of, they, they whisper amongst themselves and they sort of just look sideways. Like what are they, are they lying? Are they making this up? They seem to be really smooth talkers. So it's not, it wouldn't be all that surprising. Captain Silvio looks, he looks right at, uh, Sinead and said, and says like a, like a toothed maelstrom. Is this true? Yeah, I suppose it's true. And you killed it? I'm the one that killed it. By almost killing us in the process, may I remind you? Oh, you're still breathing, aren't you? Oh, my word. He, so, uh, the captain looks at his crew and says, These fellers killed a toothed maelstrom! And they all, like, cheer, like, what? You know, they all go nuts, you know what I mean? Like, like that time, uh, like that time Q totally destroyed the <laughs> destroyed the the competition in the court of foreshadows on the island um just the crowd is just roaring like that's amazing um and the uh captain silvio looks right you know looks right at arthur and says oh, I, I i am so sorry i must have misjudged you that's incredible give this man some rum thank you thank you i, pre- <laughs> I appreciate it and he he turns away from Sinead and Q and goes right over to, to Arthur and uh, they, they give him some rum. They hoist him up on their shoulders and they carry him <laughs> down the deck. <laughs> she is so annoyed. Um, so as it happens now, uh, Arthur is now in the med bay, which is actually just a bed. Yeah, he's just on a hammock with some rum. <laughs> That's the med bay. <laughs> it it's actually not it's barely even marked. It's in the come like the, the sailors' quarters. It's just a random bed, like hammock has like a like a red cross symbol over it. <laughs> and and that's it. Um Q and Sinead, you guys talked your way out of having to be supervised by the by the crew. So there's very few crew watching you. You are um, so, and still expected to help sail the ship to get to, back to Vodachi. Would you but... say that I have made a personal sacrifice to ensure the freedom of another? No. Why? What did you sacrifice? Just to, to <laughs> the freedom of supervision. That's the sacrifice you what? wanted. That. <laughs> Absolutely. I will not. I will not. <laughs> Absolutely not stand for for hero point gouging. Man, if you wanted hero points, just get a virtue that lets you flirt with people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not in character. John, She's John also Wick underage. did not. John Wick did not balance at all. Like I feel like it's pretty easy to get hero points by you know, just talking your way out of everything. To be fair, my other hero point I only get if I close a bludger that a villain ripped open. So unless we start fighting sorcerers, it's going to be a while. Uh, it's funny you should say that. But anyway, um, that, that I guess that's oh? fair. Um, so do you have a different hero point you want to try and panhandle for uh when i resort to the edge of my blade to defend a noble ideal 
<laughs> I love noble, that you're, you're a, like a pirate. pirate. <laughs> what do you mean, noble ideals? Du- the the first one is the pirate one. The second one is the duelist one. Oh, oh okay. That's I think it's funny that you get a hero combo. point whenever you resort to the blade, and I specifically get a hero point if I can talk my way out of fighting. <laughs> Balanced party, guys. I mean, yeah. I mean, it works out. Um. So, Arthur, you're just drinking the rum and healing up. Um, <clears throat> there is a uh, there's a a sailor over you. He looks like he's about half your age. He looks kind of like a pre med. He is a pre med, and he's trying to stitch you up real nice <laughs> and trying to apply ointment. Um, it's just aloe vera basically to your burnt flesh to remove your wound. Um. And he does a pretty banging job of it, so it gets rid of everything except for one uh, minor wound. But your dramatic wound is gone, and you are on the heel and on the bend. Beautiful. Love to see it. Uh, I'm still going to wear, like, a covering over that left side of my face, though, because it is (laughs) definitely fucked up looking. (laughs) Um, Now, there is a catch, though. Um, So, Arthur blew yourself up, basically. And so while you're not going to have a dramatic wound, I need to see if <laughs> uh, you have any permanent damage from it, okay? So get out Spicy. your luckiest D10. <laughs> if you roll a four or lower, your your right eye is gone. Oh, I kind of want to roll low. <laughs> <laughs> you can also tell the guy to not fix your iPad. Your eye. So oh, you it's not just me, you wouldn't do that. Arthur's not lucid enough to be, or like, I I don't know. I think that he is probably too practical to be like, no, 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 I, I don't want the other eye. Like, he's an archer. <laughs> like, he'll want it. Like, Right. Uh, it Crows will... look like a pirate. Cons. Depth perception. <laughs> uh, boy. All right. He rolled a six. All right. So your eye is still there. Although it's scarred. You have a scar over it, but you can still see out of it. Do I get a bonus to intimidation now that my face is just like completely like there's like a giant burn scar on half that of it? That feels kind of problematic. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Veto. Okay. I've spoken. Okay. I hope that phrase isn't copyrighted now. Okay. Um, he does say though. So what's the story about your hand? That one I don't have any great answers for, to be honest. It looks like it's uh, it's a interesting pattern. Like, why why did it grow like that? That I don't know either. Any more than I understand why people get sick and die. It's just something that I have, and I don't think that you can cure it. Huh. And now, with that on that note, we're gonna move to Q and <laughs> Sinead on the ship with absolutely no supervision. What Hell are y'all yeah. doing? Uh, I mean, I'm just kind of scoping out the ship to see if there's anything interesting. All right. I want to ask Sinead some questions. All right. Uh, we'll do the question asking first. Uh, Sinead. Yeah. Um, your hand, when did it start getting worse? Uh, worse how? Worse growing or worse... Hurt him. Um, both. If they're different. Uh, Brennan, yesterday, question mark? <laughs> yeah, it would have been, it would have been about a day ago. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'd say about, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And is my hand still fine? Uh, your hand is actually still the same so far. Uh-huh. What, um were you doing do you remember what caused it to worsen Uh, for the first part i was just sailing but when we were getting close to that monster started to get a little worse and then after it was blown up uh it stopped because i noticed that um arthur's is also getting worse and I'm wondering if it has to do with us. 
well, how could it not be about us? No, but like, um, on an individual level, like, um, like when you were selling, that's when your hand got worse. When Arthur was shooting, that's when his hand got worse. I'm wondering if I did, you know, my thing, if it would get worse. And what's your thing? I assume magic. It doesn't seem to be smooth talking. I mean, that is definitely my thing, but that doesn't seem to affect my hand. <laughs> well, you might try it. There's only one way to find out. Right, but like, I don't want to worsen it if I don't have to. It doesn't seem right. like that's a good thing. I just wanted to bounce this off and kind of get some feedback on that idea. I mean, sounds like an alright theory, but... I don't know. Suit yourself. I'm going to ruminate on some things. Okay. Um, back to Sinead. So uh, yep. Q asks some interesting questions. It doesn't seem you're like you're nearly as concerned as they are, but you are very concerned with this ship, what's on it, and what there is for you to play around with. <laughs> Not to there. play around with, but if there's anything <laughs> notable. Um, so there are about uh, about eight or so cannons, four on each side. There are There's a large amount of rigging. It's a pretty big ship. It looks a lot like the large one you guys didn't take back in Montaigne. There looks to be a uh, in the middle of the ship right in the middle of the deck there is a staircase leading downwards to go to one of the lower decks there's the captain's quarters down there there's um well, everything that you can imagine like a really average looking ship that was probably stolen at some point uh that would have where was giuseppe taken uh giuseppe was taken down the stairs to a lower deck Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, I'm, I'm going to scope out the captain's quarters. Not go in, but just like... See if I can see through the keyhole or something. All right. So you go down. Uh, you go down one flight of stairs. You get. You see the uh, uh, a hallway leading towards a room full of hammocks. You hear uh, a very drunk Arthur <laughs> um, numb, numbing himself from the pain of his rotting flesh, uh, getting patched up. And down the opposite way, there are. A few cabins for the uh, for the first mate, the quartermaster, etc. Um, usually, you can from your sailing knowledge, you know that Vodachin ships are often set up this way. So, if there ever were a mutiny, the uh, the sailors would have to get through the officers of the ship to get to the captain first. Um, so, using your sailor knowledge, I want to make you roll for that. It would make sense if the captain's quarters were just on the opposite end of the hallway, the furthest away from the crew. So, what am I rolling for? Uh, you don't have to roll for it. This is your sailor knowledge. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Sinead, or, I mean, uh, Arthur or Q would have had to, but this is just stuff you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you make your way down that way? Uh, yeah. So, you arrive at the captain's quarters. It's a really, I mean, it's a Vodachin ship, so it's a little bit, like, it's not, like, Montaigne gaudy, but it's got some... It's supposed to short sort of uh, induce thoughts of wealth, so it's it's a pretty sweet looking door. 
uh, there's a rather large keyhole that you could probably peer through if you do your darndest. Yeah, I'm gonna do my darndest. All right, so to calculate what your darndest is, we're gonna have to <laughs> roll. <laughs> we're gonna have to hit me with notice plus uh, wits. Hell yeah! Okay. Okie dokie, and this is my first time rolling notice. If, so if you get zero, um, all you get is uh, because you're peering through it. Actually, uh, the captain is gonna like go to the bathroom or something. So he opens up the door and just finds you there. Uh, if you can get a one, there's someone standing in front of the door, blocking sight and sound. It's just like their butt is just like pressed into it. You can't hear or see anything. If you can get a two. Nobody notices you, and you can hear some information, but it's bits and, bits and pieces. If you give me at least a three, you're going to be able to hear the conversation going on, if there is one. Okay, I got um, two raises, so I'll just use two. All right, so you got two raises. All you can hear is uh, you can hear somebody sort of in a, a tone meant to be not insubordinate, but a lot more indignant than you would think someone speaking to the captain. Uh, you, again, because you are a sailor, would infer that the only person who would dare speak to the captain would be someone they trusted to take advice from. So it's probably the first mate or somebody close to him. Uh, <clears throat> this person, you can hear bits and pieces of, are, you, are we really doing this? Um, let's just get the money. It could be a trap. And you hear the captain saying, you know, this is my... You know, this is my ship. It's my decision. I think that they might have a point. There's not many ships to loot if they're all shooting each other. I don't want to get caught in the crossfire. I say we turn them in for a reward. We don't ransom them out. We just help them get. Just help them get to the shore. What's the worst that could happen? Come on, and that'll be the end of it. You hear some other things go back and forth, um, but you can't quite make out what they are. Then you hear footsteps going towards the door. Uh, I'm gonna hide behind something. Um, I mean, it's it's a hallway. <laughs> you can try and like. Is it like a barrel that I can <laughs> duck behind? <laughs> no, there are plenty of rooms. You can hope one of them's unlocked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, there are. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're gonna do this, there are there are five rooms um, for each of the officers. One of them is actually unlocked. Uh, if you can, and I know what it is, I got it in my head. So roll a d10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what what am I rolling for? And if it's uh, so a one to a five, I'll tell you if it's right, right or not. If it's you got if you guessed the right one, if it's a six or more, re-roll. Just roll. Oh, okay. So five. I'm guessing the for the for the door i'm trying to find the door is what you're saying yep okay yes okay you said six or above re-roll yep okay four uh so the first door you try is uh one of the closest ones to the captain's quarters and it is locked the door swings open the one that you're just at and out walks an imposing figure she looks like she's about five foot ten or so She's got a scarlet bandana around her head. She's got long, uh, dark brown locks. She has a, a rapier on her at her side, and she sees you trying to break <laughs> into uh, break into somebody's quarters. Uh, she says, "And what exactly do you need to be doing <laughs> inside of our chef's quarters this afternoon?" Uh, you know, just doing a health inspection. Just making sure everything's up to code. Uh, <laughs> a health inspection, Amazing. you say. And you... you <laughs> just, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. I was going to call some BS on that, but you know what? Give me panache plus uh, convince. And oh if you can give me a five, we're going to go right through with it. If you give a four or below her, she's not... She's not picking up what you're throwing down. That's raises? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you said you're from the health department. Like, it's it's not physically possible for me to roll that high. So, hold on. I'll you try. Can get, enough, 
exploding tens, and you can also use t uh, raises you've banked. Yeah. Okay. Uh... It's the first time we've rolled convinced, by the way, so don't forget that, too. Yeah. Um... Oh, you're right. So I can roll one more. Okay. That is... Okay, so I have one total. Um, and I have three banked, so I can get, I can get up to four, and barely, just under a fifth. Um, I'll tell you what. So often seven C, if you're allowed to, um, if you really like what somebody does, you can throw them a bone, get one extra die, just to see if it works. If not, this is gonna go horribly wrong. Well, I mean, it's a nine, so yeah, that's that's right. five. Okay, are you going to spend all of your banked razors on yes, this? Yes, I have three, so yes. <laughs> okay, I hope you know that could, like, <laughs> half health an enemy later, but okay. Whatever. I've got, I've got, <laughs> see, this is, like, the thing that, these are the, the types of rolls that I need help on, because I have zero in Convince, and I have two in Panache, so <laughs> <laughs> this is what so... I'm going to use those on. <laughs> she, so, the, the first mate, she says... That's strange. The health inspector's not supposed to come till the third of each month. Oh my oh, god! Well. <laughs> well, you know it's gonna be better quality when you're not expecting for the for the health inspector to come around. You gotta <laughs> she, know how it's really running when they're not expecting the health inspector to come around. She, she, that that is truly brilliant. Well, I, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to bother you. I, I'll tell you, I'd say, uh, I, I I had no idea. Uh, you're I, forgiven. Aren't you the one that washed up on the ship, though? Maybe. Doesn't mean I can't be a health inspector, can it? <laughs> I I suppose not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, she walks right past, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, we run a serious podcast here. <laughs> Q, Plot what are you holes? I don't know them. <laughs> uh, um, I am studying my palm. I want to know if this. I I'm really fixating on this whole mark of death thing. Uh, no one else seems to be. Uh, but I want like this. I this mean, we're on a pirate ship, so like we got some some more immediate things we gotta attend to. The hands will still be there. Well, they might get worse. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Q spent, like, their entire upbringing studying magic and stuff, so this is much more interesting to them, and quite honestly, as long as they're on the pilot sh pirate ship, they're gonna do, like, the bare minimum that they have to, <laughs> to contribute <laughs> and try and talk their way out of everything else. But does the mark on my hand remind me of like pleasures? I'm trying to think of anything that I have studied as I've studied like the magic of this world to try and figure out if I can get some things to connect, get some insight. So that is going to be, um, hmm. is that going to be notice? I kind of want to say notice on that one uh, or scholarship. Let's make that one scholarship plus wits. Scholarship plus wits. Okay. I know how to add. So I'm going to roll these dice, but I haven't rolled these yet. I, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. There are... Oh, hold up, my dog. I want you to tell me before I roll. Sorry. Uh, she must have seen a squirrel. Um, <clears throat> so. I'm going to tell you right now that there's... You are onto something, and if you get a zero, you're just gonna you're gonna character for the rest of the campaign until you know otherwise is gonna think they're right and they're gonna be wrong. <laughs> if you can nab me at least one raise, you can spend that one to stay off you know the the wrong path, but you will succeed in um succeed in not like deceiving yourself. If you can get a two, then you will get a a confirmation like a very general one of what you're thinking you're gonna be three raises then you're gonna be able to tell w exactly like what this kind of magic is and what it's related to if you can give a f uh, a fourth raise will net you 
a more specific uh, a more specific sort of uh, reference from your memory from studying magic in a as a child that will tell you more about what this does. And the fifth one, uh, it'll kind of hit you. I'll just tell you exactly what the secret behind the black dots are. Okay, let's just go with five tens. Let's go. Okay. Doop. Doop. Okay. What was two raises? Uh, two raises, you uh, you don't deceive yourself, and you kind of, like, you'll get to know, like, the D&D term would be a school, the school of magic, I guess. It just, you know what kind of magic this is, but that's it. It's not super helpful. What kind of magic is it? You got two. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is uh this is magic that will be specifically uh from the idea of life and the idea of death. This is magic related to um. That's that's it. <laughs> life and death magic. <laughs> okay. I have my theories. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so. Uh, it is. It's getting a little bit late, and the ship is slowing down because none of you are actually sailing it. Does anybody want to get out of bed or leave the hallway or start working? Um, does Arthur have to work since he's like injured? He wasn't really part of that deal. So <laughs> Arthur I does just... not have to work. If you want to do something useful, you can, but you're not obligated. They're not going to throw. This you is not a fully functioning ship before we got here. <laughs> the it well, was what is, what is the crew doing yeah, uh currently? so far there's a couple people cooking in the kitchen there are there's people on the rigging right now there's some people cleaning up they're swabbing the deck uh there's some people trying to navigate where they are and they're doing pretty well at it but you know they could do better uh and there's always some people doing lookout and there's some people uh inspecting the cannons and such yeah uh Sinead's gonna help with like rigging all right. Just gonna jump in and just help wherever help is needed, just to, so, you know, it, like plant some uh, trust with people. <laughs> so uh, I'm not gonna. So that's not technically a risk because you know what you're doing and you're not going by yourself. So um, you just that's an automatic succeed because you have a sailing background. Uh, the ship is gonna sail a little bit faster towards uh, your, your destination, and you also gain a little bit of trust with the crew. Um, I think Arthur is gonna go help um, the people that are, are like cleaning up, like swapping the deck. I suppose they're just gonna grab a broom and like kind of limp over and kind of support himself. <laughs> All right, so you grab a broom and everybody starts to whisper when they look at you. Like the scar over your eye is pretty bad. Like it, it's you're gonna have that for the rest of your life. And all you can still see, like it, it very clearly looks like <laughs> a entire barrel of gunpowder blew up about twenty feet from you. Accurate. Uh, yeah. Accurate. <laughs> uh, Sinead's gonna call down to Arthur. Oi, swab the poop deck. <laughs> yeah, don't fall off your rope there, Sinead. Uh, Q, are you gonna join in the fifteen-year-old humor, or what are you gonna do? No, I'm not joining in on the the dirty humor. Um, I really am not a like manual labor sort of vibe i don't think that's where the amount my of times you've said this talent <laughs> this campaign lie so i will help uh with navigation because i'm a learned fellow all right so uh you are gonna join the there's two people uh one looks to be a very uh, old, old man. One appears to be a woman about your age. They're on, they are, uh, looking over this table. They're leaning against it. There's a map and like, uh, what's it called? A sextant? What's that instrument called? Uh, I mean, a sextant's yes. called a sextant. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, you're got... thinking of an astrolabe. I don't know. <laughs> there's a, yeah. And like a, a compass and, you know, there's navigation things that I should have Googled before session. Now that I think about it. Um, and they are trying to figure out where they're going. Yeah, I'd like to assist as I have traveled the world over and I like maps because I'm uh, gay. Vac <laughs> uh, vacationing in the south of France, I guess, is now traveling the world over. 
I guess you went to Greece that one time. I've traveled. I'm my backstory. I put it I'm in kidding. my backstory. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sheesh. Calm down. Um, that's going to be scholarship uh, plus wits again. You already have scholarships and a bonus die. But let's see how good you studied when you were a kid. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick out the pretty dice. I think that will afford me a better roll. So if you get a zero, you're going to steer everybody off course, and they just kind of believe whatever you say because Q's so damn charming. If you can get a one, you're going to steer them off course, but not like a 180. You just delay them. You're going to undo everything Sinead has been doing to make you guys go faster. If you can get a two, you don't really help at all. If you get a three, you kind of you find like a little bit of a better way to go. Um, you can avoid some currents or some things that would slow you guys down. If you can give me... Uh, at least a four then you're going to find out that they were going slightly the wrong way and you can correct their course of action okay um i got two fat raises so i do not hinder <laughs> the experience um, so there you you go up to there and i guess you you try and help them navigate and they're like i uh i think we got this one <laughs> Um, all right. So, <clears throat> you guys are sailing the ship towards Udachi. It is getting later and later, and it is time to turn in for the night. Uh, do you guys find some quarters to rest up in? Does anyone want to stay up and watch the stars or check out uh, or act look out in the crow's nest or anything? Yeah, Arthur's going to stay on the, like, the, the deck of the ship like once the sun goes down and just kind of like sit and contemplate the fact that he just like almost died and is like still so far from home and has like no idea how this is going to play out. <laughs> I, I really love the image of like just a, a scarred and like maimed Arthur <laughs> alone on the sh ship's deck. <laughs> all he's got is he's just got his bow, his arrows and a bottle of rum and that's all he can really do right now. <laughs> try not to die on this pirate ship. Helps that they think I'm a legend, which is is very nice. Yeah, that's that is pretty cool. Uh, are other friends? Uh, Sinead's gonna sleep because she knows that sleep is important, and she's you know the one doing the most on the ship out of the out of everybody. So, and we super appreciate your effort. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> carrying this team with the small of her five two sized back. Listen, I got us out of being prisoners in the brig. Cough, cough, <laughs> blew up Eldritch Horror. <laughs> cough, cough, okay, blew up our also, ship. <laughs> yeah, blew up the ship and also blew, almost blew everyone else up in the process. Oh, Sinead's a real pirate now. She knows she's thrilled to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. Sinead, you are no, yeah, really she's loving it here. She's loving uh, it. This is, you feel similar to how you imagine Q would have felt. Um... Uh, whenever Q was in uh, the south of France, or Montaigne, sorry. Yeah, she she is used to like bouncing around from ship to ship, so this is just another ship to her. Uh, so you guys, you know, you get some rest. Arthur contemplates <laughs> his existence as the sun sets behind him, and all for the moment seems to be pretty at peace. The next morning. Uh, Arthur, you are asleep on the deck. <laughs> you uh, seem to have caught some Z's against your will. And Sinead and Q, you two wake up uh, in some quarters uh, listening to the shouting of uh, the earliest risers getting up to prep things for the day. Uh, people are some cooking some breakfast. There is uh, the usual sway of the ship as the sun rises and uh, the morning wind comes through the sails. And it's uh, it's a new day on the ship. What's the first thing you guys want to do? Arthur wants to go help the people cook breakfast. Oh, this will be fun. Okay, so <laughs> Arthur, you head towards uh, towards the kitchen. And um, have you ever seen any adaptation of Treasure Island? Um, I've seen Treasure Planet. Uh, great. I don't. I can't remember if that counts. I don't know. You remember, like, when they're in the kitchen in, in Treasure Island, and it, it looks like that. Okay. okay. I don't anyway. think any of us have seen Treasure Island. It's for the audience. There's a really good German version you guys should check out sometime. 
Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't remember what it's called. It's like a big deal in Germany. They watch it every year the same way we watch whatever you watch on television. I don't in the know. same way uh, we watch the 24 hours of Elf that airs on TBS every Christmas Eve. That was not my go-to, but yeah, that. Um, <laughs> pretty much. So, um, you want to help out uh, cooking. They are they're slicing and dicing potatoes, and that's about it. It's not, I mean, it's a pirate ship. <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll help him slice tomatoes then. <laughs> so, here's the fun part is this stuff looks pretty gross because it's a pirate ship and if you want you can try and finesse it up uh if you do you could absolutely make it even worse do you want to try and finesse it up or no uh yeah we're gonna go for it okay so that's gonna be finesse plus perform (laughs) in the arthur wind flagging cooking show here's what you got to do if you can give me (laughs) i'll tell you right now it's going to be at least a three to or, ah, now make it a four to make it any better. This is a pirate ship. A three, you make it the same. A two, one, and zero make it worse in varying degrees. Oof. Okay. Um, I think it'd be impossible for me to get a three <laughs> unless I got a ten. So hold on. Um, I got two raises. So, all right. So you uh you try and add some of their salt, but it wasn't salt. It was like baking powder or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it and it just it doesn't help. Okay. So, <laughs> moving along to Q, what's you up to? Mm-hmm. I um, I don't know. After eating, I'll probably just sort of wander, maybe back to navigating or looking out. If they'll have me in navigating, I'd like to contribute again or try to. So uh, this time in navigating, you will notice that they are not super susceptible to your help. However, this time they have sailed long enough to where the point that they're showing you on the map looks a little bit familiar to you. It looks like a place that you've sailed through before on some sort of, you know, Montaigne ability Disney cruise. Um, you yeah you have the option to influence them to go a little bit uh to go a little bit more to the starboard side which will help uh which will help escape some shallow rock outcroppings that um although are not quite high enough at sea level to be an island but definitely high enough to scrape the bottom of the ship um you can you can help them with that if you'd like or you can let the ship scrape a bit (laughs) Uh, since i am currently sailing on this ship i would prefer it not be damaged so i will help them all right they um they trust you because that you'd have no reason to lie as far as they can tell (laughs) uh and you saved the ship from some wounds that you guys were going to get that i now have to take off my notes um sinead where would you like to do well go what would you like to do yeah i'm just gonna help some more nothing too special all right, and the ship accelerates a little bit faster. It seems to be a pretty typical day on the ship. You guys are making your way towards your destination. However, uh, a ship appears on the horizon. It's kind of, you know, bound to happen. You've spent a few days at sea at this point, and these are very well-traveled seas. This is Seventh Sea, after all. Uh, the lookout calls down and uh, lets everybody know that there's a ship on the horizon. And it seems to be coming your direction. Captain Silvio comes up to the deck himself. He looks out over the bow of the ship and asks for a spyglass. The first mate runs up next to him, gives him the spyglass, and he peers through it. After a moment, he yells, Hey! Privateers! Everybody! To your stations! And the sailors start running about. Some of the people who looked like they were doing some menial tasks, like swabbing the deck, etc., are now running down to the level to get to the cannons. There's two cannons on deck. There's the other six on the second level. Uh, the, the navigators are getting their maps and their materials and going below deck for safety. What do you guys do? 
Um, I think Arthur probably, like, okay, so he's got his bow and arrow still. Um, is there, like, a, a weapons cache where he can, like, grab a pistol and a sword since it looks like we're about to have, like, a pirate battle? <laughs> oh, no, he has a sword. Never mind. Um, yeah, I was about to say, what happened to the one that you had? I mean, I, I could understand if you ditched it so you wouldn't drown, but... Um, well, let's say it, it got lost in the blast since it... I probably need to pick the bow or the sword to save, so yeah, it got lost in the blast. So he's gonna try to go find like a cutlass or something that he can replace it with. Although he usually fights with his bow and arrows, but it's a safety thing, you know, close quarters combat. Um, so you're gonna go towards the, when you're in the hospital, there are <laughs> high budget sterile hospital. You notice that there was a sort of uh, armory nearby the, the quarters um, and it's, uh, it was locked, but it's now unlocked because uh, there's about to be a big old pirate battle. So you can get in there and pick uh, what it, uh, the item of your choosing. There's at least one of anything you can imagine. So and none of it looks particularly fancy, like it's some really low-level stuff, but there's a huge variety. Is there like a scimitar-type weapon? There absolutely is a scimitar. Would you uh, like that one? Yes, you would. Okay, so you got the scimitar, and they're ready for some hand-to-hand -hand combat. Everybody else? Uh, I'm just gonna hang out, because I don't feel super comfortable waging war on this person that I don't know. So she, uh, Sinead's gonna just, like, keep her hand on her cutlass, because she has one. Um, and just stay wary. Alright, thank you. I'd like to get, if I can procure a sword at some point, for some semblance of self-defense. Otherwise, I'm gonna go below deck. I'm not trying to die for this captain. <laughs> uh, you go below deck and you can stop by the armor, the armor if there's anything you want to pick up in there. Yeah. I'm gonna hang for a sec. I'm gonna see how this turns out. All right. As the ships... Oh, yes, Arthur. So, Arthur wants to do something else. Once he gets his, his sword, he's gonna go find Sinead and just, like, stay near her since that... He's still wanting to protect her. That's still why he's doing any <laughs> of this. She's gonna immediately know what he's doing and, like, just, wa like, run away. Like, go to the <laughs> other side of the ship. You're he not just my walks, dad! Like, he just walks slowly <laughs> after her because it's a ship. She can't really like run that far, so he just like goes and. Okay, finds her okay. Again. So she's gonna when when he follows her, she's gonna start climbing up uh, like the ropes of the of the ship, like up by the sails. <laughs> and... He just like sighs and like still like stands like under wherever she is on the ropes, <laughs> so he just knows where she is. <laughs> As the two ships sail closer together, you guys can make out uh, that they are indeed privateers. But before you can even tell what flag they are flying and for what country they are sailing, cannon fire rings out as both the ships turn broadside and fire off a volley. The smoke starts clearing, but just as it does, another volley is launched off and the pound of cannon fire is drowning out your ears and all you can hear is ringing. The captains of uh, both ships are yelling. You can see the crew uh, on their ship by now. And as the battle rages on, the three of you don't seem to have any safe place to be as the cannonballs rip through the hull. It doesn't look like either ship is lost quite yet, but you never know what could happen. <laughs> In the hull of the ship, Deep down, you can hear some yelling, what sounds like Giuseppe's voice. It seems to be that it seems that he's screaming something about water. You're now getting close enough to where the decks of both ships are alive with gunfire as people are firing their pistols at one another to try and hit the crew. Some of the crew of your ship uh, get hit with uh, musket balls and such and fall onto the deck. An absolute chaos erupts all around you.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.